Gonna give you a little bit of foley here on opening this can. There's nothing that's gonna be necessary for that. This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Sarah, and I play Morlinde Lyklast, an elf in the circle of the land and presiding druid over New Isatalos. And this is Advantage. You stand before the wrinkled face of an old woman that is carved into the cool white marble facade of the library to Ayun. Its doors are tall and scaled well with the massive building that, from the outside, looks like a tall but squat cylindrical tower. A dozen vertical windows rib the library from floor to ceiling, stained as though it were a church. Its grandeur is hard to deny, and you note the golden paint embossing on Ayun's depiction. This library serves as a place of worship for the god, and though it has neither a chancel nor altars, unlike the temple to Corlon that you visited earlier. Corlon's temple is beautiful and ornate and fit for the god of spring, art, beauty, fey, and the arcane. The library carries the same grandeur, but with an obviously different purpose. Ayun is the god of knowledge, skill, prophecy. Sages and scholars and prophets revere her, which is why the library was established here at the Azure Keep with the Weaver's School. Alaris, you spent plenty of all-nighters here because enrolled students of the Weaver's School get free admittance to the Keeper's stacks. Would I have had to do a dissertation to graduate? I don't think that yours was like a research degree, right? Yeah, that's fair. More of a general, like a practitioner yeah, right. I bet there's a lot of people, like w- the wizard, like weavers from the school that have written books that are in this place. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Inside, you see that the library is not one squat cylindrical tower, as you saw from outside, but instead a dozen much thinner tubes packed with bookshelves and staircases, all wrapped in that marble exterior. There is a large info kiosk at the front, checking out books and looking through card catalogs and what have you. Does that architecturally make sense to y'all? What I mean by the the dozen small towers within the larger tube? Yeah. Yes. They're like almost columns of bookshelves. Yes, but they're faced inside. So you like walk in and there's like, that's one big area and then you can walk into the next one and there's another one. Oh, okay, 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 got it. Which like, that's really cool by the way. Yeah. Thanks. It maximizes wall space for shelves. <laughs> this is incredible. Like. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. Honestly, Alaris, this is probably one of the g- coolest book-related things I've ever seen. There's a lot of books. Can we just go and get them? Or what? Like, what's the procedure here? I guess we'll just walk up to like the front desk. Hello. 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 Yes. Um, ID? I pull out my ID. Uh, I assume it's your student ID? Yeah. Nice. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Galdrim. Ooh. It says this is expired. 
Are you currently enrolled? I was hoping that would happen. Um, I graduated. Ooh, I'm sorry. Only enrolled students get the free admittance. Ah, forgot about that. Take it you're not a member of the guild, otherwise you would have given me your keeper's card. Oh, I have that too. <laughs> oh, okay. May I see? Yeah, sure. What are you handing me, Alars? Do I not have a, a card? Of, of an, you're like... not a member of the keepers. Oh, the keepers. Uh, no, nah, never mind. I don't have anything. <laughs> oh, you put it. You put it back. What? What? Did you decide that you weren't a member? <laughs> I'm interested in becoming one. Oh, delightful! Delightful! We would love that. Here, yes, let me uh, go ahead and find some paperwork here. And uh, you know when you go to Kroger and- Yes, that's what I was just thinking. What I do is oh. I never have a Kroger card. I just say that I would like to en enroll in one so that I get all the benefits without actually having to take care of it. You, I don't even, they don't even ask me anymore. I've been my number. It's attached to your phone number. Yeah, it's like a whole app. Well, I don't even use the app. I literally just poke my phone number in every time. I don't know, dude. I just say that I want a new one. <laughs> just every time. Just give me a Every one. single time. An insane person. How rarely I shop at Kroger, Steven. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I go to, like, there's a Kroger, like, 200 yards from my house, and so I go to Kroger all the time. You specifically got your house because it is adjacent to Kroger. I did not specifically get my house because it was adjacent to Kroger, but I <laughs> Mr. Gale Dream? Uh, I'll have you come over here and go ahead and sign this out. Yes. Um, and how can I help you three? Um, we're here with with him. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have guests. What does that mean? Ooh. Does that mean I can't be standing in here right now? It's the lobby. You're fine in the lobby, young one. Can I go look at the books? When you have to. Oh, yeah, I don't have one. Show me your card first, which you have already admitted you don't have. So I can't look at the. Books. Is there like a day pass situation or? Yeah, with monies. How much? That's the same price as Mr. Galdream here will be paying. Which is. Two gold. Dope. For all day and all this knowledge. I definitely have two gold. I'll. I'm pretty sure I have two gold. Is two gold a lot or a little? I don't remember. Two gold is twenty dollars. Twenty U.S. American dollars. Oh, that's yeah, like it's standard museum even... admission. Yeah, that's fine. I'll support. You know the the. We never do anything that pays us. You really don't, do you, sir? I don't know why you sold that to me. But Joe also doesn't keep track of how much money we have. Um... Sure I do. I know that Alaris has none. That's, yeah, <laughs> but like... None money. Fair, but I think I have some. Joe, how much gold do I have right now? Uh, two gold only, because you paid for meals last night. Nope. You didn't pay for meals last night? That's gonna come back and eat your ass. No, I, I just know that I have a lot more than that. Now, I don't know how much I have either. Um, <laughs> exactly, so you have two gold and the rule of more cannon. <laughs> just pull up your yeah, character like, I've got sheet. it written down somewhere. I think the last time I had some money, I had like 70 gold. That feels right. From where did you get 70 gold? This is an That's... incredible donation. I, no, I'm, I spent my, my two gold. See, like, because my character sheet says that I have 95 gold, but I also know that I have zero gold. Hey, so. I have two gold and also 215 <clears throat> silver, which I'm not donating right now, but I will cover Alaris and mine. 
I have written down 58 gold, so well, I could also. It's very unusual for people to come in here and brag about how much gold they carry around, <laughs> oh. <but> okay. <laughs> y- y'all gonna get robbed. Have I finished filling out the paperwork by now? God, I hope so. Come save us from this. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the paperwork in. Thank you. And do you have your application fee as well? Well, how much is the application fee? Another five gold. Okay. You need five gold, Alaris? Yes. I hand him five gold. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, and you are all checked out. Here are your day passes. There's their little stickers uh, that are orange, and they just say day pass on it. I'm here for that. Please keep this wearable at all times. Alric is, like, still kind of in, like, emo land and wearing a lot of dark clothes. Wow, that orange sticker really stands out a lot on you, young one. Thanks. <laughs> all right, guys, let's let's go explore. Enjoy. Shouldn't call me young one. You're old! <laughs> Why would I do that? So you're like ancient compared to her. It's true! <laughs> but never ask a woman's age! She winks at you, Grimton. I can bet it's not almost 300 years, though. Ooh, I do like an older man. I've, I've walked away at this point. <laughs> yeah. Hates to see you go, but. Oh, but she's watch watching you leave. There <laughs> we go. All right, what are you doing in this dumb, dumb, stupid library? Dumb, dumb, stupid. Yeah. It's got all these books in it. It can't be that that dumb. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Just every book is a for dummies book. Is there a section that's... Remember to whisper. Oh, my gosh. Shh. This is a new librarian that comes up to you. You're in the library now. You have to whisper. What? You're in the library now. You have to whisper. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. We just got day passes. They're new. They don't know. All I know. Else. I know. I know. It's fine. But we're going to be keeping an eye on you. <laughs> That's a significant waste of time and resources. And but an go ear, for it. And an ear on you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because this is a library and this is where people come for peace and tranquility and also knowledge. And knowledge isn't loud. Right, but wouldn't it be better to keep your eyes on getting more knowledge? Ooh, he's got you there. I'm the librarian. I know everything. Really? (laughs) Then can you tell me where there's a section... Joe, you can just turn the volume down when you... (laughs) Like, later. No, but you can tell when when there's a difference. Okay. You can tell the difference between between quietly talking and whispering. Joe's right. (sighs) One of them involves your vocal cords. I think that you can also, like, whisper loudly. You can whisper loudly! But you can't talk quietly and get away with whispering. Okay. Whispering only, Morland, eh? Okay. Where's the section on the goddess that you... Oh, there's plenty. That's what I figured. But yeah, come with me. Come with me. Thank you. Alric takes this opportunity to talk back in a normal voice. <laughs> is that what you say? Yeah, in third person, <laughs> Alric is just, is just... That's very strange. I don't know them. Can I find... A section on like ancient artifacts. Where is everybody else? Arik is gonna go find the section on gnomes. You know what? I feel like as long as we're not in character, we can do regular yeah. voices. Yeah. Yes, uh, please. Whenever we're talking to you. I think that's... I'm gonna go find the section that's under a big like letter W. For weapons. For warforged. <laughs> For weapons. Ah. Wombo. For, <laughs> For Wombo. Suez Nickelodeon. Arik is going to. Just the gnome town. S- yeah, gnome town. Like gnometon. It's an entire children's. Well, play actually, area. the it it is one of the first things Arik finds is actually like l- children's stories lore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they they sort of flip through these uh, enjoying you know thinking about stories from home um, they they find some like definitely outdated um, and like almost comical due to how outdated they are um, sort of explorers logs of I guess elves who have who like followed around nomadic the nomadic gnomes um but did so with the like condescending air of imperialism like assuming that their civilization is just better and that gnomes are just barbarians like friendly barbarians but barbarians um sure. yeah and so it's 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 if it was done in the modern era it would be really really terrible but like as a product of its time, it's just amusing at this point. Grimton? I guess Grimton starts looking for... Warforged. Specific uh, schematics. He's trying to look at uh, whether or not Warforged have any sort of, like, communication, like, hive mind thing going on. And also just Warforged, like, uh, repair and maintenance. You find no information on Warforged. Like, nothing? Maybe he's in the wrong spot. For the sake of me not having to invent the fantasy version of the Dewey Decimal System. We're going to say that topics alphabetized in common is how it's organized. And there's nothing under Warforged other than, here's a drawing of one. That's fair. We know that they're from her dearth. Grace under started them and stuff like that, you know? Interesting. I think that that organizational system is very interesting because, like, I imagine now the section on gnomes is not just, mm-hmm. like... It can be books about gnomes. It could be books by gnomes. It could be yeah. books written for gnomes, so like a little smaller. like <laughs> <laughs> With gnomes in mind, it involves a gnome. Ugh, then you'd have to have multiple copies of books that cover multiple topics. Yeah, or like what if a gnome person had written a book about a warforged? Then it would be in both sections. One of the things that you know about the Keepers, at least Alaris does, is that... No, you. I think you all would, because you know about the printing debacle that happened in Delve Deep is that they are deeply involved in the uh, copy and distribution of knowledge. One of the reasons why they like have such expensive entry fees at a library is because they go out on expeditions. They have to fund the expeditions to learn histories about specific things across the map and then they collect, catalog, and copy their findings and distribute them. So they would definitely have multiple copies of books. So Moreland is over in the section uh, covering the goddess Ayun. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, it's very extensive because that's whose library this is. Yes. And um, she starts by looking at old mythology stuff. Like she's looking for like a creation story or like where the goddess came from. I'm pretty excited about this lore, sure. to be honest. One of the things that you know, that there's this thing called the the Swan Tower, a glorious arc containing sages that are attempting to learn and discover and catalog everything in the universe. Very similar to the mission of uh, Keepers of Reflection. Does it say where that was located? Yes, it is up in their astral domain. Cool. Yeah, she's logged as fairly insignificant during like the Dawn War and during creation. Um, she she wasn't like a serious combatant during any of that. More, if anything, she's more of a journalist mm-hmm. of those events. So in essence, I guess every single thing that is written here is about her. 
even the idea of knowledge as something to be shared and collected and known, that abstract idea is, that is about a manifestation. a manifestation of Ayun, exactly. Okay. Which reminds you a lot of Grandmother Spider for the obvious reasons. Sarah, will you give the audience the relevance of you looking for Ayun stuff? Yeah, so the reason that, that Morlinde is so curious about uh, this goddess is because the 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 picture of the goddess, the image is the same image that people used to show grandmother spider, which is a spirit. And traditionally, not traditionally, like since forever, uh, the gods and the spirits have been like two separate, like two separate worlds. Types. Yeah, yet, beings. Yeah, two separate beings in that um, as someone from the Watch Forest, as, as a spiritual person, a spiritual leader from the Watch Forest, like we don't mess with the gods. Um, I'm I'm connected to the spirits, and so the idea that there's some sort of overlap, even if it's just in the imagery, but Morlinde has a has a feeling that it is more than just imagery. That there's a, a greater connection between Ayun and Grandmother Spider. Um, in that, like maybe they really are the same person, and if that's the case, then that really does lead her to have a lot of questions about like what's going on in that are our spirits in the astral plane nope where i've where it, whatever what it, about what's going on like with the spirits and where they reside versus with the gods and where they reside as you're thinking specifically about the grandmother spider i do think that you come across a book called like primal spirits and their influences uh in this section that's interesting and yeah I and mean, what's what's cited is automatically just go to the grandmother spider section um and grandmother spiders is listed as a keeper of stories and histories and legends and traditions and she captures stories from her people and then incorporates them into their web of connections but the encyclopedia notes like in a footnote similarities mentioning ayun but provides no explanation for them. So it's like a footnote that says it. Yeah, like this, obviously the sim- the symbolism and portfolio are both very the same. Similar to Ayun. Yeah. Okay. And so, what we're seeing is that those connect, like people are making those connections, but there's not a clear. Yeah. The. Nobody has investigated why and written about it yet. Or at least, if they have, it hasn't been collected or compounded here. Yeah. Okay. I'm one. What 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 Morlinde is wondering is: Is this the only one? Is this the only spirit who shares a face with a god? Um, and are there others? And that's a question um, that she's been thinking about a lot. I think the next place she should go to look for that information would be. I mean, what are she knows the face of Little Dragon. She knows the face of lots of spirits. So, I'm wondering if she if she went to the Primal Spirits section that she would see more similarities, or if it would only be all the stuff she already knows about the spirits, which is plenty. I don't know. Well, I'll have to come back to you here in a sec. Laris, you're looking for what? Uh, well, I was going to like ancient artifacts, but my goal really is to try to find out what they were wanting with the Rod of Resurrection. We'll say that you find it 
in a subsection on like death and dying or something like that, right? And I've given you the the stats or something on the Rod of Resurrection before. Like essentially it just reclaims the soul from the Raven Queen. Like there, there's nothing here that says exactly what they're like planning on using it for. But I think of the connection of searching in the death and dying section and knowing that the Rod of Resurrection only works with mortals that have passed in the past or in the last century. I think you go to to look at a list of notable deaths in the past 100 years. Okay. I'll I'll look at I'll try to find that list. The last formal logged theopolitical capital punishment by the Pandominion in collaboration with the high gods. This is what you're discovering was the execution of a keeper by the name of Reverence Baracus by the a deva of Bahamut for what is listed as quote tampering with forbidden subjects. Oof. Killed for tampering that's, with forbidden. That's dark magic. Is it? I'm gonna say, Alaris, that you having spent time here before recognize the term forbidden subjects as an entire genre of research and writings that have not passed imprimatur, which is like the official go-ahead of printing. I'm, I'm assuming they don't have a written subjects area. <laughs> the forbidden right? section. The restricted <laughs> section. The restricted section section, yeah. Nice. Oh, Nicholas you know that. Amel. <laughs> you know that every single library in a magical world has a restricted section if you can find it. Well, Come I'm on. gonna try to find it. Hey friends, it's Joe. I had forgotten how cool this episode was until I sat down to edit it this week. Uh, I want you to pay close attention to how knowledge is controlled by the keepers of reflection. What does it mean to have one guild as the arbiters of all that should or can be known? What does the presence of information monitoring systems like Imprimatur mean for the world? Power knowledge uh, has this like hyphenated idea describes an authority's use of information to reproduce knowledge that keeps itself in power. An idea that I'm sure the god Ayun is very familiar with. I know this episode came out at a weird time. Uh, forgive me for that. I'm working full-time this summer, which has messed with my normal uploading schedule. Uh, I'm a counselor at a kid's day camp, which is very fun, but also super exhausting. And yes, before you ask, despite being open, we are actively monitoring and cleaning and wearing masks to fight COVID. Um, we're working at half capacity. Everybody at the center has their temperature taken before they come in. And if anybody is exposed and confirms positive, we'll shut down the whole operation for two weeks in order to detox. Uh, I'm lucky to have a, found a job that takes seriously and still manages the threat and is able to somehow still afford my labor. Um, Advantage wants to help those of you who are not in that sort of position and who might have been forlowed by their employers. We're able to offer 20 people 20 US dollars for any reason if you ask for it. Uh, no questions asked. We still have a significant amount of money 
in our coffers and want to encourage anybody who is at all concerned about your finances to reach out to us. We love our audience and we believe in the power of mutual aid. Um, during this time of international Black Lives Matter protests regarding police brutality, uh, I want everybody to stay safe and whatever that looks like to you. If you're going out in the streets, make sure your phone is on airplane mode and that you cover your face. Um, record all police encounters. If that's not your thing, and it doesn't have to be, uh, we have various links to actively support the movement on the Darkmore Podcast Network's Discord channel. Uh, just because the media has quieted down on their reportings of police violence at protests about police violence doesn't mean that the movement is ending. There are still people in your communities fighting for justice, and we ought to be fighting with them. Uh, we encourage everybody to find a podcasting app that allows you to leave reviews. Uh, Five-star ratings make the show more findable and help grow our audience. Thank you to our recent reviews for... Uh, like three people who have just completed listening to the show and are all caught back up to current. Y'all are great and reading those kind words that you have said um, on Apple Podcast gives us such happiness and joy. Thank you. Uh, finally, the Darkmore Podcast Network is full of great shows for you to enjoy during the plague. Um, the Misadventures, Fun But Why, Halfman's Role, Playing Out of Character are all wonderful companions of ours. There's a link to the DPN Discord channel down in the doobly-doo. I think the core of Dungeons & Dragons is puzzle and encounter design. I'll draw from favorite movies, video games, books, anything to create a one-of-a-kind play experience. When you start with a solid framework, all you need is to grab your best friends and hilarity ensues naturally. I'm Sully, Dungeon Master and host of the podcast How Friends Roll, a 5th edition actual play podcast of micro-campaigns featuring a rotating cast of characters. Come join our table. How Friends Roll is available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. So Warforged is coming up surprisingly dry, which means what? They must not have that knowledge yet. But would love it if they did. Hmm. It's too bad we didn't put a Warforged in our bag of holding. <laughs> you do have an Amethyst heart. Oh, yeah. Mm, I'm going to hold on to that. Well, I'm going to go try to look up information on the Herderthian Empire, or like, at least like the Grey Sunder lineage. For Herderthian royalty, you find a catalog of its monarchs stretching back until its origins. Of course, its, it's patriarch, if you will, is uh, Moradin. It lists the Dwarven monarchs as being divine lineage in that sense. That's interesting. What about the good good and young king's grace under are you looking for in particular? Particularly uh, close relations as not necessarily familial, but like what powers that be are they like intertwined with and any differences therein maybe. I don't think there's information on that. <sighs> I think I think you find a note of a rumor about young King Greysender having an illegitimate child, or a child out of wedlock, I shouldn't say illegitimate. I slam the book shut in anger and huff. This library is no use to me. Shh. Shh. Yourself. The library might not be of use to you, but you might be of use to the library. What does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, like, if you have knowledge that the library doesn't, you could publish a book and or 
publish your findings or something like write a journal I don't know you well, could sell it you could sell your information you're surprisingly dry on Warforged knowledge which might become very important in like I don't know the coming weeks <laughs> you say that as if what do you know nothing amazing just rudimentary mechanics I guess that's more than the library knows. If we get Nexby in here, she might be able to elaborate on what exactly makes them... Tick. Uh, tick, so to speak. I don't know who Nexby is. I was mostly talking out loud. Shh! Arik has now, like, gone way too deep into the gnome section. Um, and it, it it's like when you're... It's like on the internet rabbit hole where you, like... Arik is not even, like... Mm-hmm. We were talking about how, like, it's things that are, like, remotely, faintly mm-hmm. involving gnomes now. Like, we're, we're, we're nowhere near anything that's actually talking about gnomes anymore. You're just clicking Wikipedia links and Wikipedia links yeah. and Wikipedia links. Um, but th- it is interesting. Somebody did have a, uh, an exploration of gnomes and how they relate to the gods and how they have, like, as a history... Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, that, or that's one of the things that they went through. Now they're definitely in like a cookbook, uh, that's, that's just like, it's actually orcish recipes. Um, <laughs> but a, a couple of for them have gnome? like, no, for yeah, food. is gnome an ingredient? No, just, just for food in general. But like one of them has like some gnomish flair to it. Um, Arik, I think that while you're looking at that cookbook, you notice that the gnomish flair for this one in particular is that the wood used to smoke whatever meal you're creating is meant to be wrapped in your family's, yeah, the Malnathri clan's pipe weed. That, that brings a smile to, to Arik's face, just like thinking about that the the pipe weed they still carry a little bit they have some and, I, and they have a pipe too uh yeah and so that's that's what they're uh they're working with uh so morlinde has changed her mind and decided that the quickest way to like cross-reference would be to go look at information about the gods since she doesn't have too much knowledge on that um mm-hmm. and see what similarities uh are there if any uh, concerning the spirits. So she's just gonna go to the section on, like, I don't know, Pandominion religion? Gods Sure. these gods of the cusp? You are in a, a section of just, like, the high gods, which are the central gods related to the Pandominion. Mm-hmm. And you find a full list of them, and just, like, their general stuff. Like, descriptions there's no direct analogs right that not their as... way that there are with like Iun, but you see other gods as having similar portfolios of power right melora is the god of like nature and wilderness and the sea she generally like tries to protect wild places of the world from destruction and uh, abuse and whatnot or as the antithesis of Arathis, the like main god of the Pandominion. She's the god of civilization, Arathis. Right. Uh, there's Pelor, who's the god of like light and summer. Pelor is the one that created the sun. There's Sehanin, who uh, is 
a god of the moon. She, with Corallon and Melora, are called Celadrin in the Sylvan Church. You don't quite know what that means. Yeah. I feel like I've heard the word Sylvan before. Various contexts. You, you find Corallon, who, like, created all the fey creatures. Um, there are a lot of weird similarities. Like, you, you know that the gods created, form, and create all the, that is during the Dawn War. The, the primal spirits are just kind of, like, self-generative spawns of that that are natural to the planes, or to the, uh, to the cusp. So, of course, there's going to be connections and overlap. Alaris, I think that you've you've seen librarians come up some stairs before. Like, this tower does not just go up, it goes down as well. And you have seen librarians coming up from catacombs and whatnot below. Catacombs. All right, I'm going to go down the stairs. Ah! Where are you going, sir? Uh, I just wanted to go check out the downstairs. There are tours. You have to sign up for a tour. Oh, I thought we just, you know, the... Uh, Corallon's temple, they just have self-guided tours, so I figured... Yeah, well, this isn't Corallon's temple now, is it? Where do I sign up? You sign up at the front desk. Smash cut. Hello! Yes, you're back! What can I help you with? Uh, tour of the catacombs? Mm, that will be another two gold! <laughs> Alright, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt Man, a that's a, that hits home. Uh, Alright, Joe, instead I want to go to the law section. Here you are at the law section. What are you looking for? Books about court martials and like people successfully getting out of court martials and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of books on law and some books on courts martial however uh give me an intelligence check with disadvantage to see if you have any idea how to understand legalese that will be a 12. you would have to spend a substantial amount of time to uh like reading this to be able to gather the information that you really want out of it. Maybe he's not such a bad lawyer after all and just put the books back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find something that I'm kind of modeling this after. It is a manual on all things court-martial that I found online, and it is ridiculously hard to read. A lot of stuff going in patron secrets today. A lot of stuff going in patron secrets today. Just a table of contents is like 40 pages long. I'm just turning to a random page. Mmm. Maximum punish D maximum punishment for one simple assault and it goes on through there into two and A's and B's and C's of sub levels and oral disposition at an oral disposition the accused shall have the following rights blah 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 the right to be represented by counsel as provided in the RCM five oh six yeah there's so under aggravated assault there's aggravated assault with a dangerous weapon aggravated assault in which substantially bodily harm is inflicted. Aggravated assault in which grievous body harm is fake. Like, there's like four or five different degrees of just assault. That's a lot. You're right. It's a lot. I got overwhelmed and just stopped reading that and then tried to do my own thing. <laughs> You're able to, uh, to spend a amount of time here, then you can have some fun looking into that. But otherwise, it's just a, a genre of knowledge that you otherwise don't have experience with. Fair. I'm gonna just hope for the best. You got it, pony! 
I think that's the first time that I've mentioned Pony in this episode. Will y'all remind the audience who Pony is? Pony's a horse. Um, <laughs> Pony no. is the public defender. Is, well, not really right. public defender, but the person appointed to defend uh, Erica Try in her uh, in her court martial coming up. Yeah, James Pony Esquire. Um, who are we cutting to now? Sarah, did you get everything that you needed out of that little scene? Um, yes, basically that there's similarities, but nothing is uh, as clearly connected as Grandmother Spider and uh, Iron. Correct. So that it remains a mystery, but I'm I uh, Morlandy is at least she was concerned that that the gods and the spirits were like really connected, which really would have shaken her like ideals foundational yeah yeah foundationally but she's just seeing that there's a a weird crossover that she's still really interested in but it's 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 research worthy not not uh crisis of faith worthy yes can i go by either the fey section or the origins section sure are you looking for origins of the fey on the origins of alignment, a genogram of the chaos. Uh, you find this in the journal Cosmic Theories and the Divine, the 420th edition, page 69. Hey, nice. You open this journal up and you find a note stapled to the 69th page that reads, article discredited and removed, did not pass imprimatur. The written article itself has been cut out of the journal. The journal. Has been cut the written article itself has been cut out of the journal um under the note however is a complicated looking chart that's the genogram that is printed Hmm. i'm going to encourage everybody to go to uh instagram to our page at advantage dnd and try to follow along yeah i know exactly what you're talking about yep but for the audience, there are lots of symbols and letters. On the top, it says oh, yeah. CN in a circle, which is linked to CE, CG, both circles, but also LN, which is a square. From there, it splits even more below LN are LG and LE, both squares. Somehow, squared LE and circled CE connect to form the square LN. CG and LG both combine into NG, and then the circle CG and square LN generate a new shape entirely, the diamond TN. All these letters are connected to one another by lines of various shapes and colors, lots of red jiggy-jaggy ones, some double blue ones, some pink Xs, and even more than that. And if you don't understand and it's all too much to process, good. That's the attitude that I want. It's the sort of overwhelming symbolic input that is exactly what I'm trying to communicate with that. And you can, you're going to understand very little audibly. So everybody go look at it again. Uh, Genogram is at Advantage advantage D&D on Instagram. Fun fact, you're going to understand very little of it if you're staring at it too. Uh, yep. Because I'm looking. I've um, spent a lot of time I, staring at this thing, trying to figure out what on if, earth this is even remotely talking about. If you want, I I wrote up what I thought most of it meant on our Discord, Ooh. actually. Yeah. Where? Which um, general discussion? Oh, like you just yep. now did it? No, a little while back. Um, whenever Joe first talked about it, um, and showed it off. And Zach did figure it out. Can I say something that? I think is interesting about this that please if you want to cut it out because you don't want people to 
think about it or not, you can. But yeah, um, I think the idea of someone in the D and D world thinking about things in a like chaotic neutral, lawful neutral, true neutral system is interesting because like I feel like people as a whole don't really think of themselves as like I don't think of myself as a lawful good person. I just think of myself as a person. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know how many people really study as much, like, what would constitute someone being a true good person or a lawful good person. And I think the idea of someone thinking about things in that way is very interesting. So the whole article that this genogram is about was discredited and removed. Interesting. Correct. You can Except presume for- that it's also in the uh, restricted section. Well, yeah, I, I would assume that anything that got discredited and removed would probably be in the restricted section. That would make sense. Yeah. Don't want the public to get involved in this. But right. the symbol, like the the um, graph itself, or the genogram is just there still. Presumably because it like it doesn't have a legend to it, so yeah. otherwise so it doesn't it's make sense just... by itself. Right. It's just kind of gibber- gibberish. Right. Um, and is do I have this diagram? I don't have this diagram in the thing that I got from the office, right? Correct. Though you could copy it. Yeah, I think I'm just going to make a copy of it. We'll say that you spend some time at a desk somewhere just recreating it. Who's going to get the most fed up with reading first? Grimton. Probably Grimton? <laughs> yeah. So I'm circling around, and I think I run into Morlinde first. You finding anything good in here? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, I'm not. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> And so I guess we make our way to uh, Alars next. Hey, Alars. You're done here. Yeah, just let me finish copying this really quick. Good, because I'm done here. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you guys by the exit. Alright. And then we come upon Alric. Kyla Books. <laughs> Library worker. Reshelving and or like organizing on like a little rolly cart the books that they have to reshelve that was clearly one of mm-hmm. Ulrich's previous piles. Um, and it's just like, you can see that I have moved like two or three times and have made a couple of piles in each one. And I'm now like very, very, very buried in a comically large book. So this is a book made for giants is what it is. Yeah, yeah, um, which is right next to gnomes. In the well, alphabet, it's so. because it faintly mentioned a gnome once um and so Ulrich it's it's comical because Ulrich is very tiny and this book is excessively large and so like it (laughs) I'm literally just like sitting with my arms like full wingspan out trying to read this book crisscross applesauce and having a grand old time with it Praise the gods, Ulrich. You're gonna have me over the ridge. What? Shh. Have you gotten your two golds worth yet? I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I could get two golds worth. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess, but I meant like, I feel like I could be here a while and still have fun. Do you? This is a book made for giants. Shh. Come look at it. It's huge. Shh. I can see it from here. Yeah, but you can't yeah. read it from there. <laughs> Look how big the print is. It's so big. I think I get the gist. Whatever. Hurry down now. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Here, let me help you put it away. No, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Oh, oh, you've got it. I got it. In that case, just leave it there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess just leave it here. Kindly shut it for them. Uh, 
That's the binding. Is everyone okay? Grimton's gonna go over to the now shut book and like pat it aggressively, hoping that it like tumbles over. Like there you go. Okay, I guess. Okay. You can leave now. <laughs> Have a good day. Please go. Thanks for all of your help. I think the library's closing soon. And so we need Alara's friend. Did y'all have a good time? Hey, Alara's. How does yep. one go about publishing a book? Uh, well, I think you just have to write one. Because <laughs> I feel like next we can make some easy gold. Considering this library kind of just wants information in general, I don't think it even necessarily has to be a good book. You know that, that book that they wrote um, for giants that's basically just pictures? Um, I think I got the gist of it, yeah. Yeah, like, they'll let anything in. Hey, that book was really neat. Ah. Okay. Okay. Yikes. Yeah, that's working. So, <laughs> I can. I am. Did you record that? Me going test directly into it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Are we all started? Yeah, yes. I am. See. Yep. One, two, three. Also, Joe, I may or may not have felt the need to make Cyberpunk Ulrich um, <laughs> after I saw your your version. Um, good. Put it in the Discord. I'm, I'm about to... Hold on. That's not a mouse. That is a bag of dice. Is that, are you wanting just, like, straight intelligence? They want gay intelligence. Heyo. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do. And I'm willing to learn. 